I love combat sports, don't you? In all forms, pretty much. Punching, kicking, yeah, I even enjoy a good Eddie Bravo Invitational. Well, what you're saying is 100% correct. Feed me more. As Big Baby once said on The Ultimate Fighter, MMA is just like ice cream. I just can't get enough. But even I have to draw the line somewhere, okay? Among the odd MMA drought, there's levels I will not stoop to. But I can't say the same about some of you maniacs. There are some twisted minds out there because in just about every way you could fathom, there's an MMA promotion for it. Have the eye wash ready because you cannot unsee what we're about to show you. I'm Bailey and for MMA On Point, and these are the 10 dumbest MMA special rules fights. Number 10, lingerie fighting. All right, granted, if you put up a poster in your local bar advertising that on Saturday night you were going to hold a bunch of fights with women in their underwear, like, I'm not going to deny that you probably get a bunch of people show up. That's just the nature of our animal brains. But I do wonder just how far you'd get into the first fight before you realise that you've been hoodwinked. I can't believe you've done this. And what is actually happening in LFC, the Lingerie Fighting Championships, barely passes for MMA. <laughs> and there's probably a strip club down the road that might have been a better use of your time. Hell, at least they go for it, but let's be honest, do we actually need this? Come on! I'm waiting for a bunch of you to comment, yes, Bailey and God. I'm going to admit, not a bad way to get your amateur career started, especially if you can actually fight and you want to co-promote your OnlyFans. That's got to be and honestly, it would probably look hilarious on your tapology page. But yeah, fighting in your underwear just for the sake of it, definitely a pretty dumb idea. Although when you think about it, I mean, that's what most MMA fighters wear anyway, right? I'd call it disgusting. That was disgusting. Number nine, domestic pancrace. Ah, the circus. You know, they've really stepped up their game in recent years. Got to appeal to this new generation. And what better way than to recreate the classic living room battle between you and your brother, complete with a sofa and a couch and cushions and everything. I think what's even more stupid, though, is that apart from a quick smack with a pillow at the start, these guys barely even use the furniture available. They kind of just had a shit MMA fight. Boxes are getting in the way, of course. Tommy Hayden, number one ref in the biz, getting it out the way clearing the stage. But you know, that's not stopped Fight Circus from trying other things, like their spinning attacks only fights, which is nowhere near as fun as it sounds. All right, a little bit dizzy there. A couple bags of ice, one on the titties, one on the spine. The old titty spine mm -hmm. ice trick. But definitely as stupid. Turns out you do, in fact, need jabs and everything else to set that shit up. Uh, Jimmy Oral 69 in the house. I mean, just it, when you were younger, you were like 69s. Like, they were so cool. And then you got older and you're like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, it's just such a kind of a kind of a high school, early college thing, 69. Yeah, yeah, but know? still. Also, this Indian leg wrestling match, whatever the hell this is. Oh, oh, my goodness. The underdog! Either way, keep an eye out for Fight Circus if you want to watch more of this completely idiotic random nonsense. Number 8. Group Fights Look, you can't deny the popularity of movies like Green Street. Heck, it's freaking one of Michael Chandler's favourite films. But, I mean, football hooliganism is pretty far removed from the sport of mixed martial arts. Well, at least that's what I thought until I saw the team fighting championships. Like, okay, I get the basic idea. We're a bunch of lads, yeah? We're all mates, right? Let's all fight together. Wait, I am gonna have one! 
But anyone who thought it would actually be a good or at least competitive idea to let guys gang up on each other just, I mean, well, it's a bit stupid, isn't it? Especially when, you know, let's face it, it's not really the best MMA fighters going. It all seems to end quite quickly. And it's not really a competitive martial arts fight. I mean, it's just a brawl. And as soon as one guy goes down, I mean, it immediately becomes unfair. And in the worst case scenarios, you end up with multiple guys trying to bang out the lone survivor. Trust me, it's like paintball. You don't want to be the last guy standing on your team. Also, try keeping your composure in this scenario genuinely hard enough in a one-on-one -on -one situation with hands flying, but when you're surrounded by chaos on all sides, all bets are off. It's time to see red and start swinging. Like, on paper, not the worst idea ever, I guess, but in reality, dumber than a 90s movie sequel. Number seven, women versus men. Okay, okay, so honestly, just sailing through all controversy here, the reality is, no matter what you say, we don't even need to see these fights happen. But yes, of course, MMA promotions have done this, and here are some stupid examples. These two completely untrained idiots, for some reason, agreed to take on someone who could actually throw a punch. <laughs> This 50-year-old dude who could barely stand up took on this girl called the Moscow Brute in one of the dumbest things ever. <laughs> and these two ladies, who both clearly had some level of training, but for some reason agreed to take on these massive guys just because, I guess, well, they're huge. Like, what were they expecting to happen? Anything for entertainment, I guess. Any way you slice it, just earth-shakingly stupid. There was also a video that went viral back in 2007 of Ediane Gomez when she took on a guy in a bare-knuckle valet two-day fight, and that as well, yeah, just completely unnecessary. Number six, King of the Streets. So MMA is a sport, right? There's rules in place to protect the fighters as much as possible. These guys are trying to hurt each other, but they're not trying to kill each other. Well, unless you're Paul Harris, but they're in it for the long haul to make a career out of it and hopefully fight as often and as much as possible because it's a sport and not a street fight. You're goddamn right. Well, it obviously wasn't going to be long before a promotion was going to throw all that out the window and a bit like Death Race, just make something completely ridiculous and as dangerous as possible because apparently human beings will watch that shit. This promotion has two kinds of fights, KO only, which means everything is allowed except submissions and you have to win by KO, and no rules, which means, yeah, you can do submissions, but you have to win with one or by KO. <laughs> Everything else, no rounds, no gloves, no time limits, fights go as long as they can, and I would say, hey, isn't that what the Gracies wanted? Except, oh wait, they also fight on concrete inside of a steel fence, because like I said, these guys don't give a monkeys. Look, you either have to be a dumbass, or well, no, even if you're just trying to prove how badass you are, it's still pretty freaking dumb, because people are seriously getting hurt in this promotion, and no one seems to care, like, at all. Their website literally says, delivering the most stressed out and fucked up environment you can find. Talk to any legit MMA fighter and they will tell you how stupid street fighting is, let alone getting involved in one voluntarily. Number five, Gauntlet MMA. 
Okay, I for one do love a good team format in martial arts. The UFC Fight Pass Invitational Grappling events have honestly been freaking awesome. Teams of combat sports stars go head-to-head, putting one guy forward. If you tap the other team, that guy's out, and they rotate in the next one. Also, if the guy is twice the size of you, not too bad, plus small guys versus big guys. In grappling, that can be fun. But when you apply that logic to MMA, well, it just doesn't work the same way, does it? Try telling that to Thermopylae Combat, though. They put four against four in a gauntlet format in a super narrow ring where there's basically no escape. And if you get absolutely rocked, blasted with punches, but still win, we'll get ready because here comes the next guy. Even if he's bigger than you, doesn't matter. Time to go again. Oh! Oh! Wow! Fantastic work. Look at that. Right on the last second. He is looking for the finish. Wow! Whoa! What a fighter! Did I mention that teammates stay in the ring and they have to get out the way? Also, imagine being the last guy on your team and having to go through three dudes in a row. The Grand Prix format in MMA has pretty much got away because, well, it's not really a good idea to get a concussion and keep fighting. Shark tanks exist in training and are a great way to prepare, but in an actual fight scenario, nah, it's just accidents waiting to happen. Number four, one versus multiple people. Combat sports are unique in a lot of ways, but one thing you do hear from a lot of fighters is how much they enjoy the one-on-one competition. Not unlike table tennis or archery, it's all about you and your opponent, but as if no one was ever going to make someone fight more than one person at once. It does seem quite hard to coordinate your attacks, though. I mean, I know that was a plan for Obi-Wan and Anakin when they fought Dooku. Ah, yeah, that didn't work, did it? How about this big guy versus these two other big guys? At least he doesn't have a weight advantage. And obviously, it's not just 2v1s. I've seen three against one. Actually, that dude's not bad. In fact, he might be the only guy I've seen actually win his handicap fight. Because usually, yeah, it goes a little something like that. But how about three on two? That's a bit fairer, isn't it? Stop! Uh, shit, actually, uh, I guess not. Yeah, it doesn't take a genius to work this one out, does it? Number three, phone booth fighting. Okay, for sure you've all heard the expression, fighting in a phone booth, but honestly that's all it ever should have been, an expression, okay? Not a literal MMA promotion, you absolute bag of doorknobs. No footwork required in this one. Also, I get that the concept is to fight in a small confined area, but like why use a real phone booth? What is the point at that stage? Do you need to take it that literally? Might as well leave the freaking phone in there so you can call the ambulance. Look, even the cut men know this shit's a bad idea. Also, holy hell, did that guy just throw a spinning elbow? Definitely no room for a ref in these matches, I tell you. And I'm sorry, if you're a Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy, you're pretty much screwed, mate. Okay, look, you can't tell me this isn't one of the dumbest things you've ever seen, if a little bit intimate at times. Also, another thing to consider, if you're a heavyweight, well, I mean, I don't think you're going to get a punch off, mate. Поехали! Разворачиваются! Number two, car jitsu. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any dumber, you go and do something like this, 
and totally redeem yourself! Car Jitsu. I think most of us have got into a scrap with our siblings in the back seat. This honestly takes it to a whole nother level. First concern though, I know what you're thinking. Yeah, more than likely gonna fall out of a convertible. I mean, who even comes up with this stuff? Totally the best part though is that you start seat belted and have to unstrap when the ref says go. Safety first, people. But what's next? Boat jitsu? Horse jitsu? Hello. I'm Mr. Red. Supermarket trolley jitsu? Okay, that one's just unsafe. But you get the point. This is stupid. It's dumb. Dumber than turning on a giant ass flashlight to get a better look at the freaking 20 foot dinosaur stomping around outside. Turn the light off! And number one, blindfold fighting. Look, forget everything we've already talked about. There really is nothing more stupid than going into a fight with the inability to see. I mean, even the literal goat of the sport knows that blinding your opponent is the best tactic. And I love a good blindfold scene. It really sells that underdog story. And okay, the blindfold race in Jackass was hilarious, but also incredibly dumb. And yeah, this is real life, okay? And I'm pretty sure these guys were cheating, which I mean, like, why? If you're gonna do it, at least commit. In fact, guys, get up right now and try walk in a straight line with your eyes closed. Oh, shit! Okay, now perform a perfect double leg. Yeah, you see what I mean? Stop, 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 stop! What could make this better? How about 2v2 with blindfolds? Yeah, you're definitely not gonna beat up your friend accidentally, are you? Actually, you know what? Just take them off. It turns out this is too difficult. Will we see more blindfold fights? Well, Bird Box was a viral sensation and that movie was shit. So yeah, we probably will. Okay, well, that's it. I'm sure you've also seen some other dumb combat sports, things like X-Arm and even the sensation that is Ultimate Ball. But those are featured in our 10 most ridiculous MMA spin-offs video where these have all kind of been MMA. You know what's not dumb though? Giving this list to Luke Taylor to edit, even though he still thinks Sean O'Malley is undefeated. He is a massive fan of phone booth fighting though, so I suppose that's redeemable. If you enjoyed the video, you can do him a favor by following him at calltome underscore. As well as that, I know you guys love the official MMA On Point intro theme strummed harmonically by the great Ben Rosette. You can check out more of his music on Spotify at Ben Rosette. Okay, tell me now, which one of these is the dumbest? Which one has the dumbest people? Be honest though, are any of these actually worse than slap fighting? Let us know down below. If you want to see more, hit the sub button. And if you appreciate this video, we'd appreciate a thumbs up. I've been Balian. I'll see you in the next one.